listening to the Take Imperfect Action Podcast, and today I'm going to be sharing 40 different ways that you and your business can thrive during the COVID-19 pandemic that we are currently experiencing. So if that sounds good to you, then stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to the Take Imperfect Action Podcast. My name's Allison, and I've been running my own businesses full-time for the last 10 years, which has allowed me to up-level my life, my finances, and my mindset, and it all happened by taking imperfect action. My goal with this podcast is to help you step outside of your comfort zone by giving you specific action steps that you can take that'll grow your online business and positively impact your life. I love giving you the steps, the strategies, and the kick in the pants that you need to get growing in the right direction. So if you're looking to leave your perfectionism at the door in order to make a much bigger impact, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now let the fun begin. Hello friends, it is Allison from Wonderlast.com. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode for Press and Play. I am so grateful to have you here. And if you are listening to this episode around the time that it actually goes live, which is March 23rd or 24th, can't remember, 2020. Uh, but if you are listening to this around the time this episode goes live, then you will know that we are right smack dab in the middle of the delightful little uh, COVID-19 pandemic. And is it COVID or is it COVID? I don't even know. All I know is I hate that word. Even if it weren't associated with this horrible thing that is going around, I would still hate the word COVID, 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 whatever. I don't like it. But anyway, unless you are hiding under a rock and you have been hiding under a rock for months, uh, then you know this is where we're at right now. And a lot of people are feeling scared. They're feeling uh, fearful. They're feeling stressed out, uncertain, all the things. And you can just go anywhere online, on social media, talking to people in person from a safe six foot uh, distance, of course, practice social distancing, but you really can't go anywhere without being bombarded by the latest uh, pandemic updates. And so I thought it would be really nice and a, a nice uplifting bright spot, bright patch in the week to come on here and share not just one, not two, but 40 different ways that you can actually thrive during this pandemic, that you and your business can use this time to come out on the other side of this better and stronger than before. Because here's the thing, as dire as it may seem right now, as scary as it may seem right now, because all of the new stuff that's happening, all these businesses closing down and quarantines and curfews, as scary as all of that is, especially because for most of us, it's something new that we've never experienced before, there is going to be an after, whether it's weeks from now, whether it's months from now, eventually this is going to pass, <laughs> this too shall pass, and the world is going to return to business as usual. And so, I think that you can either, you know, use this time as a way to, um, you can either choose to use it as a time where you panic and you let yourself, you know, fall into the despair spiral where, oh, you know, this is the end of it all and my business is going to die or it's going to go downhill and the economy is going to crash and it's just going to be this big crap storm. Or you can choose to use this time as a time for you to actually grow and to get Better. So I know which one I would choose, and I'm assuming because you have tuned into this episode, you know which one you're going to choose. So I have literally got 40 different things that you can do this week. Well, probably not going to be able to do them all in one week because there's a lot of things, um, but that you can start doing this week and the next week and the week after that. And for as long as this pandemic situation uh, continues. And honestly, if you're listening to this episode in the future and the pandemic is a thing of the past, a lot of these things are still things that you can apply in order to grow and to thrive. So I encourage you to keep listening, right? Okay. So I'm going to go through them fairly fast because there are 40, like I said, and this episode will be really, really long if I sag on each one. So I am going to go through them really fast, but I do want to point out that I actually wrote 
an entire blog post to go along with this episode. So not just your typical, you know, podcast show notes. No, it's a literal blog post of all the 40 ways. And I did that because for starters, I hadn't written an actual blog post in a long time and I was just really in the mood, but also because I had a lot of photo examples that I wanted to include. I had a lot of links that I wanted to include, a lot of extra resources that I wanted to include. And so be sure to check out that blog post uh, if you would like, if you would like to check out those extra resources and photo examples of some of the things that I'm going to be talking about that are going to help you to get even more inspiration as we are going through the things. And if you want to check that out, just probably the easiest way to find it uh, would be to just go to my website, wonderlast.com, and in the very top of the main navigation bar over on the right hand side, there's a little magnifying glass. Just click the magnifying glass and enter in the word pandemic and this uh, blog post will show up for you. So there's only one blog post with the word pandemic. So that'll be a very quick and easy way to find the post. Anyway, so check that out. And without further ado, I'm going to dive through this list of 40 different things that you can do to thrive during this time, starting with number one, be a leader and spread positivity and light. I know that sounds really super cheesy, but now more than ever, people need positive and uplifting things in their life. Why? Because it is all too easy to get swept up in that massive tidal wave of fear and scarcity and anxiety. And I'm not saying that it is bad to feel those things. And of course it is normal to feel those things, but you don't want to focus the majority of your attention there because living in those states for a prolonged period of time is not fun, it's not productive, and it's only going to help to perpetuate more of the same. Plus, you can be prepared without staying stuck in those things. So just a little side note. Um, so I like to see this as a time where you get to use whatever platform you have as a beautiful opportunity to spread love and light and encouragement to your audience. Have you ever noticed how a yawn is contagious? Someone can yawn in the room and then before you know it, you're like, oh, oh that was a real yawn. Are you yawning yet? <laughs> But yeah, yawning is contagious. And guess what? So is positivity. So instead of adding to the fuel, to adding to the fear and anxiety and scarcity fuel, why not add to the positivity fuel, to the encouragement fuel, to the hope fuel that yes, we're going to get through this. And not only are we going to get through this, but we are going to get through this bigger, better, stronger than ever before. So whether you're on Instagram, whether you are on Facebook, whether your main platform is something else, think about different ways that you could show up for your audience, whether that be sharing a quote graphic, whether that be doing a live, literally anything to spread positivity and light. And a quote that I saw recently, yesterday actually, uh, from my biz mentor and friend James Wedmore was he shared, a leader is someone who operates from a future that others don't think is possible. I'll say it again because it is so good. A leader is someone who operates from a future that others don't think is possible. So instead of going with the crowd and, and believing things like, oh, this is going to be the death of small businesses and oh, it's all down from here and oh, the entire economy is going to crash and letting those things, uh, those depressing beliefs drive your actions. What if you believed instead in a more positive and uplifting future and chose to operate from there? What would that look like? And that's where I'm choosing to operate from. I truly believe that I can and will and that others can do the same, show up and come out of this bigger, better, stronger than ever before. So that is thing number one. Thing number two is to meet people where they're at. So this really applies to things like your marketing, your messaging, and just your content in general right now, because the fact of the matter is, uh, whether we like it or not, uh, most people are really laser focused on the pandemic and all things related to the pandemic. And so if you don't at least acknowledge that, acknowledge uh, what they're feeling and what they're going through, well then there is a pretty decent chance that for a lot of people, your marketing is going to fall flat, which is why you need to meet people where they're at. That totally rhymed. So <laughs> anyway, uh, but, but yeah, like good marketing, really good marketing should match 
how your people feel. It should make someone go, oh my goodness, I feel like they're in my head. Like I'm sure you've gotten those emails before from someone who you've subscribed to where you read the email or you check out their sales page for their thing and you're like, I feel like they are literally taking sentences of thought from my head. Have you ever felt that way? That's an example of good marketing. So if what is going through people's heads right now is all of this stuff related to the pandemic and you are not acknowledging any of that in your content, your marketing, your messaging, then it's going to fall flat uh, because it's going to be a mismatch. So does this mean that you need to make all of your content pandemic related? No. Does it mean that you need to, uh, you know, put all of your marketing efforts uh, on hold and not share anything? Of course not. It just means that you need to think about your audience. Where are they at right now? And how can you acknowledge what they feel and what they're going through and infuse that into your content? So that is tip number two. The third thing that you can do to thrive during this time is to have real conversations. So Obviously, having real conversations is always good, whether you're whether we're in a pandemic or not, but they're especially great right now when many people are feeling scared and they are quarantined and they are social distance and they might be feeling really lonely and isolated. So this is an awesome opportunity to get to know the people in your audience and to get to know them well. And the added benefit of this is it is only going to help your business grow because the better that you know your audience, the easier it's gonna be for you to come up with content ideas that they're gonna love, the easier it's going to be for you to create paid offers that they would love to buy, the easier it's going to be for you to have super effective marketing. Because ultimately, all a business is, keeping it real simple, is all it is is growing an audience and then selling them what they want. That's it. And so the better you know your audience, the more that you talk to them and ask them questions and listen to them, the easier everything is going to be. So there should be no guesswork involved. You shouldn't have to guess if they're gonna like something you're gonna post. You shouldn't have to guess if they're gonna love your freebie or whatever. You should know because you should have taken it directly from the things that they're saying. So use this time to reach out to people and do it genuinely though. Don't, don't just do it purely for like market research. That's just a happy byproduct. But get in the habit right now of starting genuine conversations. Strike up a conversation on uh, Instagram and take it to the good old DMs or reach out to someone on Facebook or whatever. Do whatever you wanna do, but start having real conversations with people. And the extra added bonus to that is you might also just make some new friends, uh, friends that you can have for months and years to come. And that's always a good thing. So talk to people, have real conversations. The fourth thing that you can do to thrive during this pandemic of a time is to simply just ask people how you can help and connect people with helping each other. So I saw a post recently by Catherine uh, over at Manifestation, Manifestation Babe. Um, she, just, she has an awesome Instagram account, Manifestation Babe. And maybe you know better, maybe you don't. Um, but I did post an actual photo example in the blog post so you can see what I'm talking about. But she recently did a post on Instagram where she was basically just like, you know, share, she was encouraging her audience to share in the comments of her post, to share their thoughts in the comments, to share what they needed in the comments, or to go and scroll through all of the comments and find someone to help. And I thought that was an amazing thing because I was scrolling through all the comments of that thread and there were people sharing their thoughts, there were people sharing what they needed help with, and there were people coming in and helping those people. Like for example, there would be someone saying how they were short on their health insurance. And then another person would comment and be like, DM me your Venmo, and they would literally send them the money. Like it was the coolest thing ever. So maybe you could, you know, use this as inspiration for something that you could do on your platform. How could you just help people? And could you connect people to each other? So like 
Catherine was jumping in and helping people, but also people were just jumping in and helping other people. It was really, really cool. So think about something that uh, you could do wherever you hang out online. The fifth thing that you can do to thrive during this time is to look for opportunity. Did you know that William Shakespeare himself wrote King Lear and Macbeth while he was on lockdown during the plague, which is, you know, basically the pandemic or same thing, the plague, he was locked in, definitely social distance. Two of his most popular works came from a time when a sickly plague was sweeping over the world. And just like how many parts of the world right now, like recreational places, retail stores, restaurants, theaters, how they're all closed, in Shakespeare's time, the theaters were also closed. And if you know anything about Shakespeare, then you know that theaters were like his livelihood. But did he just, you know, sit around and wallow in despair? Or maybe he did, I don't know, but he didn't just do that because he saw it as an opportunity to focus on creating some new works. And he got busy cranking out some new plays so that when the theaters opened once again, once the plague had passed, he would have some new and amazing works ready for the stage. And so the moral of this story is every problem is also an opportunity. So instead of looking at all of the quote unquote bad stuff that could happen or that is happening, why not find the golden nugget that is, is tucked into every single problem? And I do that in air quotes because problem is subjective, but you get to decide what the opportunity is or, and or you can go and find the hidden opportunity that is hidden in the situation. There are probably loads of opportunities. That is the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur. You can literally create opportunities. You can pull them out of your behind, I said in a very Shakespearean voice. Uh, okay, that was, anyway, now I'm going off on a tangent. So we'll just end this little tidbit here. <laughs> before I get even more crazy, but look for the opportunity. Number six, the sixth thing that you can do to thrive during this pandemic is to host a free or pay what you can event. So right now, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who are either on a forced break from work or who have just straight up lost their jobs completely. And for many, um, this is creating a massive financial struggle. So why not provide loads of value to your audience by offering an epic event that they can either attend for free or simply pay what they can. And so I recently saw someone doing this over on Instagram. And again, if you're, if you check out the blog post, I've included an example of the actual post that I saw, but a very kind soul over on Instagram did a post where she was having a virtual breathwork class and it was a pay what you can event. So it was a live event online and it was really geared to help people get through their fear and anxiety, which is perfect for right now, but it was just a pay as you can. And so she was providing value to her audience. She was helping them through this time. And I just thought that was the absolute coolest idea. And so for you, maybe you could do like a live class or workshop like she did. Or, or if the thought of going live makes you absolutely terrified, you can even do this with a pre-recorded class or a workshop. You could pre-record a class, put it online, and then make, a, make the checkout option to be either free or pay what you can. Or you could even do like a free challenge, a three-day a three challenge, a five-day challenge. Heck, you could even do a 30-day challenge depending on what it is but do something and get creative and go back to number three on this list. If you're trying to come up with ideas, have real conversations with your audience. What do your people want right now? What do they need right now? What would serve them the most during this crazy COVID-19 time? Also, like I said, I hate that word. I hate it, I hate it. I'm not even gonna say it again. I'm just gonna call it a pandemic. Okay, so <laughs> moving on to thing number seven, the seventh thing that you can do to thrive during this time is to, speaking of like challenges and stuff, is to start a fun challenge on social media to help people in your audience. So do you remember, if you were on social media, you probably do, the ice bucket challenge thing that went viral where all of these people were literally dumping buckets of ice on themselves 
to help a, the cause, which, oh my gosh, I am like totally brain farting on what the actual cause was. I like, I see it in the back of my mind. It's foggy, but I can't put it into words. You probably know what I'm talking about. But my point is, is that people all over Facebook and Instagram were doing the ice bucket challenge. They were dumping ice on themselves to help raise awareness. And then they would tag three to five other people to do the same. And so Perhaps you could use that as inspiration for creating your own fun challenge, and then you could tag three to five other people in your industry to keep it going. I recently also saw a post by Britney Spears on Instagram. Um, Side note, I like totally loved her when I was in my teens, and I am not going to lie, I still occasionally listen to her music when I'm doing a workout, but I saw her post on Instagram the other day, and she was doing a fun challenge where she was committed to reaching out and helping three of her fans. She was going to pick three people from the comments of that challenge to help out, um, whatever they needed help with, whatever she could do. And I thought that was really cool. And so what could you do? Again, like think of it this way. You don't have to give people money. There's so many different other things that you could do that um, are not involving giving your money. So could you do a challenge like this where you pick three people from the comments and maybe you give them a shout out on social media or maybe you offer them one of your digital products for free or maybe you give them a 30 minute one-on-one call with you or maybe you simply send them a personalized message or video just to show your love and support and to make their day. So what could you do along those lines and tag people in your industry and try to keep it going but have fun the eighth thing that you can do to thrive during this pandemic is to do a massive decluttering now if you have been listening to my podcast uh, regularly for like the last two months you may or may not have heard the episode I did all about decluttering but basically I shared how I did a massive decluttering over the course of like a couple months and it completely changed my life for the better. I got rid of physical clutter, digital clutter, mental clutter, business clutter, and oh my gosh, not only was it super satisfying, but I, after I was done, felt so much more light. I had so much more space. I had so much more time. Like, oh my goodness, it was like the best thing ever. And so if you are looking for something to do while quarantined or maybe social distancing yourself or both, why not take this time to do a massive decluttering in your life and business? And you've got, you know, the best thing is that you could do this over the course of like the next month or two. So when all of this blows over, however long that's going to be in the future, you're going to come out on the other side with more time, with more space, literally in your living space. You're going to have more focus. It's just, oh, it's all the good stuff. So that is thing number eight. And if you would like a checklist, because I actually created a checklist with 54 different things that you can declutter to get you started and to help you, you know, know what could be decluttered. Uh, simply go over to wonderlast.com forward slash declutter. Again, for the checklist of 54 things to declutter, go to wonderlast.com forward slash declutter and you can download that checklist. But I'm honestly planning on doing even more decluttering over the next couple weeks. I just can't get enough. I'm obsessed. And yes, that is thing number eight. The next thing that you can do, thing number nine to help you thrive during this pandemic time is to dive into a course or program that'll grow your business. So if you have got a little extra time on your hands right now, then it is the perfect time to dive into a course or program that is, like I said, going to help you grow your business in the weeks, months, and years to come. So maybe a couple months ago, you enrolled in a course all about Facebook ads, but you haven't had the time to dive into it yet. Well, now's the time to dive in. Or perhaps you've been eyeballing a particular program all about public speaking, but you just haven't bitten the bullet. Well, now is the time to bite the bullet. Honestly, I think it is always important to have some type of continuing education. Uh, As an entrepreneur, especially, I personally make it a point to invest in at least two to three quality courses a year. And in reality, it's usually more like five or six 
at least, <laughs> and, uh, in addition to like a, a big, nice, juicy program. But it's something that I'm always doing. And so if you have extra time on your hands right now, this is the time. Dive into that course, get that program. It's gonna help take your mind off things so that instead of focusing on all the doom and gloom that's going around in the news, you can focus on something that is hopefully fun to learn and is going to help you and your business to grow. And speaking of diving into a course or a program, I actually have a brand new free class that I just created, brand new as of March 2020, uh, which is all about my goal setting and planning system, which is the thing that finally helped me go from five years of zero revenue in my business back in the day when I was trying to start my online business to full-time income in less than 12 months. So if you would like a free class to check out during this time, feel free to go sign up. You can uh, grab your seat. It's not live, it's pre-recorded, uh, but it's a 90-minute class. It's totally free, and if you are interested in reaching all of your biggest business goals as quickly and easily as possible, yes, even during a pandemic, then just go to wonderlast.com forward slash grow. Again, you can watch the free class over at wonderlast.com forward slash grow. All right, just make sure to have your favorite beverage at hand and that you're wearing your comfy pants. Or if you're like me during the summer, a no pants. A thing number 10 that you can do to thrive during this pandemic is to catch up on listening to some good old podcast episodes. Now you probably know this since you are right now listening to a podcast episode, so good for you, but keep it going. Listen to more episodes and they don't just have to be mine, although I would be honored for you to listen to more of mine, especially if you have missed the 78 others that I've done. But look at your podcasts. Which one are you subscribed to? Which episodes have you been meaning to catch up on? Now is a great time. Thing number 11 that you can do to thrive during this time is to organize your inspiration. This is something that I've shared in the podcast before, but if you do not have a system in place for instantly uh, brain dumping your inspiration and ideas when they hit, then you are probably experiencing the sad reality of forgetting whatever brilliant idea that came to your mind. Because I know for me, all of my best ideas and inspirations, they come when I am not working. They come when I'm out for a run. They come when I'm outside. They come when I'm in the shower. And if I don't offload that, as quickly as possible, preferably right away, I'm gonna forget about it. And that is sad. And so I have, I use Trello, it's a project management tool, but I have a board in Trello that I use specifically for storing inspiration and ideas. And so as soon as I get an idea or an inspirational hit, I usually have my phone with me. So I will log into Trello and I will just brain dump it on that board. And I've actually got this board all organized by types of ideas and inspiration so that not only am I getting it down, but it makes it really easy for me to go back and find different types of inspiration depending on what I need. So like I have podcast inspiration and ideas, I have Instagram inspiration and ideas, I have uh, product line inspiration ideas. And so if you are, if you go to the blog post for this episode, you'll actually see a screenshot of my board uh, so that you know exactly what I mean. Hopefully it makes sense in just the audio. But that's how I like to organize my inspiration because I'm not just getting the idea this way, I'm able to remember it and also implement it. Now, do I implement every single idea that I get? No, but at least I have the option to implement because I haven't forgotten it and I keep track of what I want to implement, what I've already implemented and all of that good stuff. So find something that works for you, even if it is as simple as brain dumping it onto like your notes app on your phone. But I would suggest uh, making, finding a way that you will actually implement it as well. And that's why I love to use my Trello process. So there is that. The 12th thing that you can do to thrive during this time is to support a small business. For instance, do you follow a small business over on Instagram whose products you love, or maybe you know a local artist who puts out great work? 
well, perhaps now's the time to show your support by, you know, purchasing one of their products or services while treating yourself at the same time. For instance, uh, over the weekend, I supported a small Etsy store while also fueling my crystal obsession by purchasing two different crystals. So it was like a win-win. I was, you know, getting a treat for me and I was also supporting a small business. And also remember that you don't have to spend money just to support a small Small business. There's lots of different ways that you can support small businesses. You could give that business that you like a genuine shout out on your social media channel and encourage your audience to check them out. You could take the time to finally write that Yelp review for the local business that you love because those really do help. You could repost or share something on social media uh, by a small business that you really like that your audience would get value from. You could share a pic of you engaging with that product or service that you purchased from someone and mention how awesome you think it is. And then of course tag the business. So there's a lot of different things that you can do to support uh, the small businesses that you love. And now is the perfect time. These small businesses need all the support that we can get. Remember, we rise by lifting others. And the other quote that I love that I don't know who it's by, but help your brother's boat across and your own boat will reach the shore. Ah, <sighs> Okay, moving on to thing number 13. I better go faster. This episode is gonna be like two hours. So I will pick up the pace, I promise. Okay, picking up the pace. Uh, number 13 way to thrive during this pandemic, collaborate with other small business owners that you admire. So just like the quotes that I butchered just now, this is pretty much in line with that. Just how we can support other small businesses, we can also better support each other by doing some collaborations together. So for example, um, maybe you could get together with you know, five or 10 other businesses in your industry who also share the same audience, but maybe do something different. Uh, maybe you could get together with them and shout each other out on social media or even better to your email list. I have done that before where I've collaborated with a few other business owners and we have essentially shared each other's stuff to our email list, like a genuine share, not just like a, hey, go check this out, but a, hey, I actually believe in this person, what they do. I think they would provide a lot of value for you. Here is their link. So giving them a genuine shout out, that's huge. And just imagine if you did this with five to 10 people and you all sent each other to your email list, that's a great way to show support. So get creative, do some collaborations, and all of that good stuff. Thing number 14 to do to help you thrive during this time is to finally create that freebie that you've maybe been putting off or that paid offer that has perhaps been sitting in your brain for months, marinating, but yet never coming to fruition. And so this is the greatest time to sit down, do the deep creative work, and then when this is over, you're gonna have that thing ready to go and ready to launch. So I'm not gonna go into the how-tos <laughs> for all of that, but I do have a lot of resources on how to create a great freebie that your audience will love, how to create a digital product. If you check out the blog post for this podcast episode, I have included two videos right inside the blog post uh, walking you through both of those things if you want to you know, check that out. Thing number 15 to do to thrive during this pandemic is to get clear on your business vision. Oh man, yes, I have talked about this one before, but it is so important and it is especially important right now when you might be filled with anxiety or fear and your mind is focused on the uncertainty of the situation at hand. This is important because when you get clear on your business vision, then not only is that gonna give you motivation and important guidance for everything that you do in your business going forward, but it's also going to give you something to look forward to when this is over. It's gonna give you hope. So I think as much hope as we can get as possible is all the better. So instead of focusing on the current situation, why not have some fun dreaming about the future and thinking about the loads of possibilities. Why not go outside, away from people, into nature, and just dream, lay down, and think about what do I want my business, and what do I want my life to look like 
12-ish months from now. Like how many hours am I working? What do my work days look like 12 months from now? What have I accomplished? How have I been feeling? What am I feeling? What experiences did I have? And just start getting that down on a piece of paper. What steps did I take to start making that happen? And then just write it all down, which leads me to thing number 16 or way, thing way, I don't even know what I'm calling it, but number 16 is to create a vision board. So once you have gotten clarity on your business vision and the desired outcome that you wanna create, why not create a good old fashioned vision board? Go on Pinterest and gather words and images and quotes that represent what you're moving towards and then print those off and put it on a cork board that's in your office. Or you could do it digitally. You could go to Canva and use their collage maker to make an actual desktop background or phone wallpaper so that way you see your vision board every single day. Or you could be like me and you could do all three. I've literally got my vision board, a tangible version right next to my computer and I also have it on my desktop and my phone so I am continually reminding myself of why I'm showing up, why I need to keep going, and what is yet to come. The seventh thing that you can do to thrive during this time is to write some affirmations and stick them all over your wall. Oh yes, this is gonna help you feel more positive, more motivated, so you get to choose whatever or affirmations get you fired up, but I think it's really important to not just have affirmations, but to write them down and to put them somewhere where you're actually going to see them every day. So take this opportunity to write down anywhere from three to five, 10, however many you want, but I recommend maybe capping it at about 10 so you're not totally overwhelming yourself. But writing down, three to 10 affirmations and sticking them on your wall and then saying them out loud with feeling every single day when you wake up and every single day before you go to bed. And do it with feeling, that's important. The 18th thing that you can do to thrive during this time is to fine tune your business. So I'm talking about all of the little things that would make your life easier and your business run better, but yet, Maybe you just haven't actually done them yet or you haven't had the time to do them or maybe you just haven't made them a priority. Well, now is the time to make them a priority. There is no better time for upping your business savvy or for taking things to the next level than while being quarantined or while practicing social distancing. Am I right? And there are a ton of things that you could do to help your business be more focused, to make it more profitable, and to make it better for tomorrow or a couple weeks from now or a couple months from now when all of this, you know, blows over. But there's a lot. So this could really depend on what it is that you need to fine tune, but just a few ideas to get your creative juices flowing. And side note, as I've mentioned a few times, I have an entire blog post for this podcast episode. So I'm not going to go into each thing that you could fine tune uh, in depth because I don't want this episode to be a million years long. Plus, um, I have included links and videos to resources to help you with these, those things. So I'm just going to go through them quickly, but feel free to dive into the blog post for more information and in, um, um, resources. Good, good. Okay, so let's fine tune your business. What do I mean by that? Well, you could create or revamp your welcome email sequence. You got to have a welcome email sequence. Don't leave your new subscribers hanging when they first get on. So. If you don't have one, this one's this means creating one, or it may be going in, and if you do have one, and revamping it. How can you make it better? How can you be more clear? How can you lead people to your best, most valuable free resources? The other thing you could fine tune your business is organize your email subscribers. So if right now they are all sitting in your email marketing software and they are just in one big jumble, one big group, could you segment them and put tags on them so that you could serve them better with more targeted emails? Another thing that you could fine tune your business during this time is to batch create your free content. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about doing all of those like tasks at the same time. So batching blog posts for the next month or batching podcast episodes for the next month, whatever it is that you're doing, now is a great time to do that. Another thing that you could fine tune is to put systems and processes into place. I can't lie. I am completely obsessed with anything that involves creating a system, process, or a template. Why am I obsessed? Because 
I like to make my life easier and I also love to save myself a ton of time and that's exactly what systems and processes do. So once you have systems and processes in place, you can then not only do the same task over and over quicker and easier, but you can also easily hand it off to someone else to save yourself even more time. So I like to use something called Process Street. I have mentioned it here before on the podcast. Just Google it, Process Street. I create processes for all of my stuff in there. That way I can hand it off to my assistant. So I have processes for how to check and respond to email, how to create graphics for the podcast, how to schedule email broadcasts, and all of the things. So now is the best time to go ahead and do that if you haven't done it already. Another thing that you could fine tune is your website. So is your website up to date? Hmm? Is it a mobile friendly? Because it should be. Does it clearly communicate with people who you serve and how you serve them? Does it lead people to your best content, both free and paid? If it doesn't, now is a great time to make a few tweaks. Have fun with it. Get it ready for the fabulous relaunch of when this is all over with and done. Uh, I don't know why I'm talking in an accent all of a sudden. It just came upon me like a wave on the sand. Okay, um, another thing that you could tweak or fine tune in your business during this time is to create or tweak your sales funnel. So a sales funnel is of course just a path of free content that leads people to your paid offer and there's a bazillion different ways that you can create them. But you want to have those in place so that your stuff can sell consistently without you having to do all the work. So ideally your sales funnel is automated and it is getting you consistent leads and sales without you having to go in and do it all yourself. So I'm not going to go into detail, detail here. Check out the blog post that I've already mentioned a bazillion times. I included a video in the blog post that I did on how to create a sales funnel that works. And again, you can find the blog post by just going to my website wonderlast.com click on the little magnifying glass and just enter in pandemic that'll probably get you there the quickest or I could create a shortened URL had I thought of that before had I thought of that before I started recording this podcast but that's okay um, it works the next thing that you could do to fine-tune your business during this time is to back up your stuff seriously did I ever tell you about the time pretty sure I have where I accidentally deleted and lost like 10 years worth of personal photos it was one of the saddest days of my life. And after that happened, I probably spent a good 100 hours trying to recover those photos and I only got back maybe 30 to 40%. So I learned the hard way that you always wanna back up all of your stuff and also your business stuff if you have an online business. It all needs to be backed up. Let me, let me put it this way. If all of your stuff on your computer right now were to get deleted, bam, gone forever, would you be totally screwed or would you be prepared? <laughs> and if you are not the latter, then you need to back up your stuff. So I like to use Dropbox for all my stuff backing up, but you could use um, like Google Drive. Uh, there's like a million different clouds or maybe there's not, I don't know, but like the Apple Cloud. There's different clouds that you can use. Uh, there's lots of different things, but take this time to actually back up all of your stuff. Be prepared, it's gonna feel so good. It's gonna give you mental peace of mind and it's good for your business. And then one of the last things that you could fine tune during this time is your sales pages. So if your sales page or sales pages aren't converting, then give them a good hard look. And better yet, have someone in your audience who you would consider to be an ideal customer, have them look at your sales page and give you direct feedback. Like, is it clear what I'm selling and who it's for and how to get your hands on it? Is the value of what I'm selling clearly communicated? Are the benefits and the transformation that have to do with what I'm selling clearly communicated? Uh, are the payment options clear? Do they work? Are, you know, and look at things yourself. Like, am I busting the objections? Do I have a refund and guarantee policy? But it is time to go through your sales page with a little, um, fine-tuned fork. I don't know what that saying is, but yeah, you get, you get my drift. Like pay attention to your sales pages and use this time to make them stronger and better and get feedback from the people in your audience. And 
insert whatever else you might need to tweak in your business. There's a lot of things. Just think of this as a great time to do some general deep cleaning in your business. Okay, moving on to thing number 27, way number 27 that you can thrive, is write someone a genuinely kind and encouraging message. You can legit do this in just one or two minutes and it can make a huge positive difference for the person who's on the receiving end. So for example, yesterday I actually went to Trader Joe's because I had to get some last minute groceries and they were monitoring the number of customers that were in the store at any given time because of the whole you know pandemic thing. And so they had this big long line going out of the store and so I had to wait in that for about 40 minutes. And while I was waiting, I was just scrolling through my Instagram and I noticed that I was tagged on you know someone's post and I looked at it and it was the sweetest post that totally made my day. Basically, it was just someone sharing how they appreciated me and it felt really nice. And I'm going to be honest, I had a rather rough weekend. Was it my best weekend? And so to see that really made a huge difference. Like it really uplifted my spirits. And so this is something that you could do in just a minute or two. I think it is so incredible that we all have the power to help shift someone's mood or outlook or mental state or perspective and it's free and it's freaking amazing. So this is something that you could do to really make someone's day like my day got made yesterday. Thing number 28 that you can do to thrive during this time is to work on a future launch or promotion. So right now, right in the middle of this pandemic, probably not the best time to do a big old live launch or promotion. Now, maybe you are in the middle of one right now and it might be going great. And if so, that is amazing. But people are gonna be pretty distracted right now. And there's a lot of noise with all of the stuff related to the pandemic that is all over social media and things like that. So if you have the choice, might be better to push it off for a month or two. But now is the perfect time to plan ahead and to start prepping for your next launch or your next promotion. Because I know that when I do something like that, I like to have at least two to three months uh, prior to the actual promotion or to prepare, to, in order to prepare. So as they say, the longer the runway, the bigger the launch. And I'm honestly not sure who said that originally, but I have found it to be true. Plus, the more that you can plan and prepare now, the less you're gonna have to do during the actual launch. So start thinking ahead to three to six months from now or whenever it is that you're planning for your promotion. Can you get started on the emails? Can you begin to write the copy for the ads? What can you do right now to make your life easier during the actual time of the promotion and to be as prepared as possible? Get started. The 29th thing that you could do to thrive during this time is to get your financials in order. And at the time of this recording, we are right in around tax season, but this is something that's not very glamorous. It's not something that a lot of people wanna do, but it will make your life so much easier, especially around tax time. So you want to take the time to come up with a system for recording all of your monthly expenses, I'm talking both business expenses and personal expenses along with your income each and every week or every single month. So I like to use Mint, it's a free software, you can just go to mint.com and it is connected to my bank accounts, I have everything categorized, but basically it automatically records and categorizes all of my personal expenses, all of my business expenses and all of my income. So at the end of every week or every month or however I wanna break it down, I can view a literal pie chart of everything. And so when it's tax time, uh, I can easily, with like a couple clicks, it takes a few minutes, get my accountant all the information that she needs versus me running around trying to total everything up and it's just a giant cluster, you know what. So come up with a system for your financials and it also feels really good because honestly, when your financials are a mess, it's stressful and that will affect you even if you have buried it down in your subconscious, 
it is stressful. The 30th thing to do is to try meditation for 30 days. I'm not going to babble about that one here because, well, first of all, we're already 48 minutes in, but also I have talked about this several times on the podcast before, but let me just say that meditation was one of the biggest things that helped me to end 20 years worth of chronic anxiety back at the beginning of 2018. And it's now something I do every single day. And I for sure feel the difference on the occasional occasion where I don't try it. So even if you're skeptical like me and you're like, I've tried it before, because again, that was me. I encourage you to try it for 30 days. Just try to meditate from one to five minutes a day for 30 days. And the reason I say 30 days is because, at least for me, it took a solid 30 days before I really felt the positive benefits of it. And I feel like that's why a lot of people quit. They'll meditate once or maybe for a couple days and they might not feel the positive benefits right away and then they'll give up. So 30 days, one to five minutes a day, completely doable, especially right now in a time where maybe you're feeling a little extra stress fear, anxiety, this is going to help so much with that. So there's lots of different things that you can check out, lots of different resources. I have of course linked them into that blog post I've referenced a billion times <laughs> for this podcast episode, but an app like Insight Timer is free. You can check that out. I haven't used it used it, but I've heard great things about it. Um, I love to use the Waking Up app by uh, Sam Harris. It's technically an app, but it's also a course. So in addition to brand new meditations every single day, there's also different lessons and things to help you learn different types of meditation. It's really, really cool. Uh, the next thing that you can do to thrive during this time, thing number 31 is to release fear and anxiety with transformative breath work. So I shared a little bit about breathwork already in, uh, I think it was episode number 74, where I was sharing my trip to Costa Rica, where I went to Rhythmia to do the four ayahuasca ceremonies, uh, which you haven't, if you haven't listened to that yet, really weird, crazy episode, but I've got amazing feedback on it. But anyway, one of the things that I learned while at Rhythmia was breathwork and how you can release so much stuck energy, so many quote unquote negative emotions, whatever you have stuffed down inside you, whether that's fear, anxiety, anger, you know, whatever, whatever's in there, breath work helps to get it out. It's just, my mind was blown the first time I did it. Like, holy cow. So this is a great time once again, uh, to try something that will help you to relieve any of that extra fear, stress, whatever that you have going on during this time. So you can go onto somewhere like YouTube, you can Google it. There's lots of different types and techniques of breath work. I can't vouch for them all because I haven't tried them all. I learned a very specific one while I was there. But if you just go onto somewhere like YouTube, you'll be able to find different breathwork techniques for different things. This is something that is free. It is available for you to do at basically any time and it's super, super powerful. Thing number 32 is to try a new spiritual practice or ritual. So if you listen to, was it last week's episode? It was like an episode or two ago, I recently came out of the woo-woo closet. Uh, <laughs> so I basically admitted that for the last two and a half years, I have been a full-on sage-burning, crystal-loving, law of attraction-practicing, meditation-obsessed, woo-woo practitioner. And I am not afraid to admit it because it's honestly brought me so much personal joy and peace and both inner growth and business growth. So yeah, no matter your religion or what you believe, um, this uncomfortable uh, time is the perfect time to develop some type of spiritual practice that you can lean into and do day after day. So whatever that means for you, whether it's prayer or meditation or journaling or smudging, literally find something that works for you, play around, try new things. And if you would like to hear some of the things that I do, then I think it was, like I said, two episodes ago that I did um, an entire episode on the 15 woo-woo rituals that positively impact my life and business. So if you'd like more ideas on that, be sure to check it out. Uh, I think it would be episode, what are we on? 79, like maybe 77 around there. Check that episode out. The 33rd thing that you can do to thrive during this time is to develop a morning routine that makes you feel really freaking good. Because you know what is great to have during a pandemic? 
or just anytime really, comfort and a calm mental state and just a good old positive outlook for your day. And so having some sort of solid morning routine can do all of that and so much more, which is why now is the perfect time to try things out and develop something that works for you. And not only that, but if you have been ripped out of your normal routine, like maybe you typically go to the office and now you're working from home and or maybe now the kids are suddenly thrust out of school and it's just throwing off your whole day, then having a morning routine will add some of that much needed normalcy and mental sanity back into your day. So if you would like to hear what I do for my morning routine, I shared all about it way back in episode number 30. So check that out if you would like to hear what I do for my morning routine. But the bottom line is that there are a bazillion different types of morning routines that you could create. The important thing is to experiment and to find what makes you feel the best. Moving on to thing number 34 is to plan a fun trip. There is no time like when you are being quarantined for the foreseeable future with travel vans in place to plan your next trip. And no, I'm not just saying that. I really do mean that. Now is the perfect time. Why? Because planning a fun trip is going to give you something to look forward to after this whole pandemic thing is over and the world returns to a business as usual. And you don't even have to go far away. I'm not talking about, oh, you have to leave the state or you have to leave the country, although obviously you can, but you could simply plan the most epic day trip ever. The whole point though is to plan something that is in the future, something for you to get excited about, something for you to look forward to. I personally am planning on uh, taking a quickie trip to Palm Springs because I really, really, really want to get some updated brand photos and I'm like obsessed with all of the really cool, uh, colorful, mid-century modern stuff over there. So yeah, I am planning several trips actually and it's exciting and it's nice and, it, and it's nice to have something to to look forward to after all this craziness is over. The 35th thing that you can do to thrive during this time is to read a great business or self-development book. I mean, if you can't go out for a night on the town or you can't go to your favorite restaurant or any restaurant for that matter, then now is the perfect time to put on your comfy pants, grab your favorite beverage, and to read a great book that is going to help both you and your business now, in the future, and for all time. And te technically, of course, it doesn't even have to be business related. It doesn't have to be self-development. Read whatever you want. Read what is what is ever going to make you, man, I can't talk. My brain is malfunctioning. Um, what I'm trying to say is read whatever you are going to enjoy. Uh, but because we are specifically talking about ways to grow your business, I am suggesting reading a good business or self-development book. So a few of my favorites, which I have of course linked to in the blog post, are A Happy Pocket Full of Money uh, by David. I can't pronounce his last name, so you just have to go look that up. It'll come up if you just search it in like Amazon. Uh, the Practical Law of Attraction by Victoria Gallagher. Amazing. Oh my goodness. So good. One of the best books I have read about law of attraction because it's very tangible and practical and she gives you ways that you can easily apply it in your life. I also love Mind to Matter by Dawson Church. Oh my goodness. So many mind blowing things in that book. I'm obsessed with it. Getting Everything You Can Out of All You Got by Jay Abraham is another one of my favorites. And then, of course, I've mentioned this one about 10 billion times, but I can't help it because it really is one of my favorite books, made a huge impact on me, and that is Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And speaking of diving into a good book, now is also a great time to do number 36, which is to watch an interesting helpful or inspiring movie, documentary, or series. I am completely obsessed with this awesome streaming service called Gaia, which is basically like Netflix, but for all things metaphysical and woo and space and holistic healing. And they have so much on there. I could seriously go into the black hole and never come out for probably months. 
but now is a great time for this type of thing. And if you're looking for something other than Netflix, uh, then this is a great alternative, one that I highly recommend. I've been watching stuff on it for, it's not free, I think it's like $12 a month, but I have gotten a ton of use out of it and it's just so interesting. And they even have like yoga classes on there tons of like recipes and like cooking shows. It's just, oh, I love it so much. So anyway, whether you watch stuff on Gaia or Netflix or what's the others, uh, Hulu, YouTube, whatever, now is a great time to do that. And moving on to thing number 37 that you can do for you and your business to thrive during the pandemic is to journal it out. Oh yes, this can basically be like your own personal therapy session, but by yourself. And journaling is a great way to work through and process your thoughts and emotions, especially if you're in the habit of consistently stuffing them down inside of yourself. And this is also a great way to process what is currently going on in the world. Just do a massive brain dump without any judgment, just get it all out. You can use your journal as a way to process things. You can also use it as like maybe like a fun little way to just kind of document your life while you're social distancing or while you're being quarantined. In fact, you could even turn it into like a fun opportunity by challenging yourself to maybe try something new or to try something from this list every day for the next two to four weeks and then you could journal about it. I don't know, I'm just throwing out ideas. You could also start a bullet journal. Oh my gosh, there's so many options. I personally am obsessed with bullet journaling and bullet journaling is basically just like a blank journal. So you can essentially make them whatever you want them to be. You can create whatever type of spreads that you want, but you could use your bullet journal for things like uh, tracking your mental health, tracking your self-care habits, writing your affirmations, recording your new morning routine, for journaling, literally the sky is the limit. And I actually created some photos of different spreads that I've done that you might like, especially during this time in the blog post. So check those out. But literally you could do anything that you wanted and it could be a really helpful tool for helping you to be creative, for helping you to process things and for helping you to retain your mental health. The next thing, 38, oh my goodness, we're getting so close to the end of this list, is to do something that makes you laugh. I don't know whoever came up with that quote, laughter is the best medicine, but it is totally true. Nothing instantly makes you feel better than one of those laughing fits where you're basically in tears. It's like the best feeling ever. And while yes, it is important to take the pandemic seriously, it's also equally important to keep some of the lightheartedness and laughter going on on a regular basis. So with that in mind, do something that is going to make you laugh. And I don't know what gets you going. There's a lot of different things. For example, you could create a funny GIF or a meme, uh, meme, meme, there we go. You could create a funny GIF or a meme to share with your followers. You can make it pandemic related. You don't have to make it pandemic related, although there are some funny ones going around. You could watch a funny movie or show or video. You could FaceTime with a friend who makes you laugh. You could lie on the floor and just start laughing for absolutely no reason other than you just want to laugh. And that, the fact that you're gonna be doing that feeling crazy and ridiculous is probably gonna make you start laughing even harder and then you'll start laughing for real. And yes, I speak from experience. I do this on a regular basis. You could record a funny video or you could try a funny you know, filter on Snapchat. You could play a funny game. There's so many different options, but just do something that is going to encourage you to have fun and that isn't going to encourage you to laugh. And then thing number 39 is to create a new music playlist. One of the reasons why I love music so much is because it has the ability to make you instantly recall a certain memory, and it's also got the power to make you feel a certain way. And lucky for you, you can create a brand new music playlist to evoke whatever type of emotions that you would like to evoke. So maybe right now, you know, create a playlist with music that's going to make you feel uplifted, or that's going to inspire you, or that's going to comfort you. I actually have a playlist 
for all of those three things. So I like to use Spotify, which you've probably heard of, but you literally have all the music that there could basically ever be at your fingertips. And I like to create playlists on there. Um, but not only that, like if you're stuck at home and you're feeling a bit bored and restless, then branching out and discovering some new music can really help to alleviate those things. And then finally, Thing number 40, the last thing on our list that you can do to help you and your business thrive is to just rest. <laughs> Seriously, it is okay to use this time to just catch up on some much needed rest because you cannot pour from an empty cup and being productive doesn't mean always running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Being productive can also mean indulging in something like rest, which is self-care. Investing time in your well-being is always a good way to spend your time. Plus, getting plenty of rest also helps to boost the good old immune system, which is extra important right now for obvious reasons, which I will not state again. But that is it. That is it. Those are 40 different things that you can do to help yourself and your business thrive during this time. And yeah, that is it. Normally at this point in the episode, I would do what I call a quickie recap. But since we just went over 40 different things, um, I'm not going to recap it since we're already over an hour long into this episode. But if you would like to re-listen to the episode, you can of course do that. Or like I've mentioned several times already, I have an entire blog post that I wrote with all of the 40 ways listed out. So you can check that out. Go to wanderlast.com, click on the little, uh, I keep wanting to say microphone, click on the little magnifying glass and just type the word pandemic and the blog post will come up. It's also got lots of photos and photo examples and extra resources for you to check out. Um, but yeah, so Thank you for listening if you've made it all the way through. If you would like to take action, which I hope you do, then simply choose one or more of the things from this list to try over the next week, over the next weeks, over the next months. Try as many as you like. Do whatever resonated with you. And if you found this episode helpful or if you check out the blog post and you find that helpful, then you can make my day by sharing it with anyone who you think might benefit. Let us spread the love, spread the positivity, spread the light, and get through this crazy thing together. All right. Well, that is all for today, my friend. Thank you so much for listening, and I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would seriously love for you to let me know. Simply take a screenshot of yourself listening to today's episode, share it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Wonderlast so that I can see it. And of course, feel free to share any insights, ahas, or lessons that you might have learned. Not only would this give me the warm fuzzies, but it would also help to spread the word about this podcast, which, if you enjoy it, would be one of the most meaningful ways that you could support the show. So take that screenshot, share it in your Insta stories, and tag me at Wonderlast. And who knows? I might just very well feature you on my Instagram. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.